The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After he had fed the people, Jesus made the disciples get in a boat and precede him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was still there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles ashore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out of fear. At once, Jesus spoke to them, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened and he began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught Peter and said to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, I remember as a kid, I don't know if, uh, if there's any kids out there and you do that, do this still, but I remember as a kid being on the swing in the playground and moving your legs back and forth and back and forth and holding tightly on the chain. <laughs> And as you got more power and you got more momentum, till you're high as you can go, where you felt like you were gonna go right over the pole, you'd move off the seat and let go of the chains. And for a moment, you would fly. For a moment, you would be free. And you're in the air. And then you come down safely on the ground. When I wanted to try that for the first time, I was afraid to do that. I saw kids doing it, but I didn't really see that as something I would want to do. But I didn't have current, courage. I didn't have confidence. But I just, once the fear was gone of doing it, I did it again and again. And the faith and the trust that I put in myself brought me many times of fun and a sense, as a kid, a sense of freedom. The disciples today, they're like me at that time with the swing set. They needed courage. 
They needed their fears taken away. They needed not to be afraid of the waves, the winds. And they were anxious. And they were seeing a ghost on the water. And they were confused. But they found out it was Jesus. They found out it was not a ghost. And he tells them, take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter boldly says to the Lord, show me. He asked the Lord to command him to come over to the water. And Jesus invited him to come towards him. And Peter, with courage, obeyed Jesus at first with his eyes straight on him. And he walks towards him. But then he feels the wind. And he feels the waves. And he feels frightened. And even with that courage, he begins to sink. And he says, Lord, save me. Our Lord stretches his hand out and catches him, saves him, and says to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? And Jesus knows us. He knows that we have faith, but it, it's there. But we often find times that things get in the way. The raging seas, the waves, the winds of our lives, the distractions that capture our hearts and capture, capture our minds get in the way of us being focused on Jesus. And for Peter and us, today's gospel has one message. Have courage. Have trust. Have perseverance. And do not be afraid. So Friday, I'm over at the Glastonbury Abbey bookstore. I got a little tip. It's a little commercial. Every August, they sell their used books. They, they sell books that have been donated to them by other people. And they, they kind of put them on uh, sale. So I picked up this book, Henry Nowen. I don't know if you remember this from Seminary Father. Classic from the 70s with a clown on it. Sale price of 75 cents. The book brought me back. And it's called Clowning in Rome. And there's a clown right here. So I started to read it. And I got more wisdom from this 1970s book. And in fact, I felt right at home because when I opened it up, it was stamped, Office of Religious Education, St. Paul Church, <laughs> 147 North Street, Hingham. So they're making a little money on us, 75 cents. So, I'll take it back. Yeah, I, I'll give it to you after I finish it. Okay. So this book had more wisdom than the 75 cents that I, that I paid for it. So here's what Nolan says. He says, he, at the end of his life, he was fascinated by the circus. And unfortunately, the Bingley Bonham Bailey Circus has stopped this year, right? But he, once a year, he'd travel with the circus for a full week every year and just kind of get, he just was fascinated by the circus. The, the two things he got out of it was he said, there's two things that identified him. Clowns, which is a clown on the cover here, and trapeze artists. He said the clowns were a great model for us. He wrote how clowns, think of this, are not the center of the circus. Because they come out in between the big acts. They kind of come out and stretch the time. They fumble. They, 
they fall, they, they, they always don't have it together, they're awkward, they're out of balance, um, just like us. And that's why I think we like them. That's why I think we identify with them. And they share our human weakness. They share our blood, sweat, and tears, our frustration with perfection because they're not perfect. But at the same time, they do that and they bring us a smile and they bring us joy and they bring us laughter. Here's what he wrote in the book. He said, I have discovered some beautiful clowns, holy men and women whose tears always hide a smile and whose smile always hides a tear. I think with everything going on in the world today, we need more clowns. We need more clowns. Henry also said that the trapeze artist, artist and the act is really a strong example of how God works with us. So in every trapeze act, there's a flyer, he flies over, and then there's a catcher, and then they connect, right? They connect, and then he jumps off and brings them over to the catch bar. And they have to work as a team. And here's the secret about the trapeze artist, is that the flyer is not the most important person in the act. Everybody thinks that he has the most on the line. It's really the catcher. The secret is the flyer does nothing. The flyer, all he does is puts his arms out and waits to be caught. And if he tries to catch the catcher and tries to reach out and grab the catcher, he could break the wrist and the, and the shoulders of the catcher, and they both fall. A flyer must fly. A catcher must catch. Henry felt that we're the flyers. And the catcher is God. And what we need to do is outstretch our arms, trusting that Jesus, like he did for Peter, will immediately reach out and save and catch us. Let us pray. Lord, we are your flyers. Bring us the gifts of courage, of trust. Help us to let go of any of our fears. Even when we're afraid and we think we're going to sink, Lord, be with us. Jesus, where there is doubt, may your grace bring us faith. Catch us, calm our winds, and bring the peace and calm to our storms that we live every day. And we ask this through Christ our Lord.
Love. 